from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Joe is not here, but in his honor right now, since it's the first day of the Masters, and listen, if Joe was sitting right there, I would say this to his face. He doesn't (laughs) care about golf. He's one of those people. I would even go as far as to say the Masters would be Joe's first pick in this draft, which we are about to have. We're going to have a three-round draft. Dennis is going to choose first. Lewis is going to pick second. Then I am going to pick third. This is going to be a annual sporting event or quadrennial sporting event or a a day on the sports calendar Mm. that a lot of people get hyped and interested in, like the Masters, that you are like cool or you're maybe even to the point you're like, I don't understand why Gilio and Gold are sitting pantsless watching <laughs> Tiger Woods. Yeah. So you could have that type of reaction. Dennis, do you understand the parameters of this draft? Oh, yes, I do. Absolutely. All right. So with the first pick of the least favorite sporting event draft, Dennis Cox selects... The Kentucky Derby. <laughs> I do not I... get the hype around the Kentucky Derby. Okay, no one cares about horse racing. Second of all, it's not like these horses year after year are competing in it. Once again, like, oh, man, the reigning champion of the Kentucky Derby's back in the field once again. No, you don't see it. It's just an excuse for people to go out there, drink a mint julep, something they'll never drink all season, wear funny hats, and you know what? Not pay attention to an actual horse race. It's no. stupid. Do not care. So okay, it's so, the fastest two minutes in sports, though. Exactly, okay. it's only two minutes. <laughs> it's only two minutes. I I can think of a lot more fun things to do in two minutes. I'm I'm so mad because this this was my number. This was number one on my draft board was the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> Kentucky I was Derby. I was about to get up here and scream about how I don't care about horses. Well, I like horses. Horses are great. I just don't care about horses racing. I don't care about horses racing. I really don't. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. All right, you make a compelling argument as the number one overall pick. Lewis, you are now on the clock for the least favorite sporting event draft with the second pick, Lewis Fernandez selects. Uh, all right, uh, I'm going to go with the MLB All-Star Game. Wow. Oh, I okay. don't care. And not only do I not care. I know. this. No, I'm coming in hot. Not only do I not care, <laughs> I hate how it determines who gets home field advantage in the World Series. They, they did away with they that. Did oh, they did away with that, with that okay, but you're bad. right. They, but for it, a minute no. there, they put a lot of value No, so it. I'm going I'm to hold on to that. That's still, that It sits with me so so much. And I, I didn't want to like take all of the All-Star games because I, I just in case you all pick them, but if no one else if no one else picks an All-Star game, I'm going to retroactively make this every single All-Star game out there. I just don't, I don't like him. I don't, I don't care. Just show me the real games. I don't, I, I'll pass. I can read a book for two hours or something. I'll do literally anything else. All right. That's fair. So, so far in the least favorite sporting event draft, we have Dennis Cox taking the Kentucky Derby. We have Lewis Fernandez taking the MLB All-Star Game. And with the first, the last pick of the first round, I'm going with the Olympics. Wow. wow. I am going with the, I am going with the Summer no. Olympics. Oh. Not the Summer Olympics. Yes. Yes. Do you not wow. like Usain Bolt? I give me your faux patriotism and throw it in 
the trash. Michael Phelps? Give me your jingoism. Exactly. Give me the, I care about swimming this week. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. Oh, my gosh. That's, mm, okay. I will say the Olympics and their crooked ass politics oh, that. and throw it in the trash. Because when I was a kid, 1984, <laughs> God, I was so looking forward. I can't even believe that I'm saying this at, at age 48. In 1984, I was I was like was so looking forward to Carl Lewis. I was Edwin Moses. Like I thought it was gonna be the greatest thing ever, and still probably was. But man, the Russians weren't there. <laughs> Nobody was there. We're just kicking everybody's ass and acting like we're great at something. And I'm like, what is this? What are we doing? Why are we even happy with ourselves over this? But like Greece and Athens, sure, and and <laughs> sure, and medals, awesome. The Olympics are the my pick. And I, I actually wow. considered earlier today trading up with Dennis <laughs> because I was concerned that he was going to take the Olympics. No, I enjoy the Olympics. All right. That, so Though I, I will say figure skating in the Winter Olympics. Well, that's that's different. There. That's completely winter, – winter and summer, completely different. All right. Yeah. But so, are you going specifically the Olympics as a well, whole? Well, technically, as my, my old colleague Gene Cherry taught me, the Olympics are the summer games. Yeah. The, you have to qual- qualify the Winter Olympics as – the Winter Olympics. Okay, so gotcha. I'm okay. going with the Olympics. Okay. Uh, with the first pick in the second round. Snake draft. This is a snake draft. Since I already know I could I could sit on my last pick, I am going to bend the rules slightly here. <laughs> okay. Of course you are. Uh, and go with the first day of the English Premier League. I actually should have warned Adam Gold if he, in case he's driving around right now. Please, please Adam, I hope you just just pull over. I know you can't handle this, but you the, might be the, calling right the now. The people who are fans of the English Premier League, and this is this is Lewis also earmuffs time. People in their thirties, late twenties, oh, and they act like your personality. You know, I'm a millennial who's so cool, who's into you uh. know the English Premier League, and and even Adam had his son in here the other day talking about how somebody got fired, and he was trying to tell me that they got sacked. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Check the tables. No. I've got the fixtures and the I got no. When I tell you I love the entire premise of everything in the in the English Premier League, I do. What I hate are Americans who wake up early on Saturday and Sunday and act like I've been doing this my whole life. Like this is a family. You know, no, get the hell out of here. Take all of it out of here. Again with your fake fanness. I don't need it. Now you do sound like an old guy. <laughs> just for yeah, you. Yeah, you officially it's turned an old guy today. Now, you. You sound, now you're leaning into it. All right, we got Lewis with the next pick in the least favorite sporting event or day uh, okay, on okay, the sports okay. calendar. I, I, I want to qualify this as to say I still I love everything around this kind of stuff, but it's, it's one of the most disappointing days since it's happened. It's still relatively new. It's going to be spicy. <laughs> the college football playoff national championship game and i'll tell you why i like it i know i like exactly who's gonna win every single time in fact hold on i think i just had this pulled up earlier you go back blowout 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 
blowout. Georgia TCU, I was so upset because I was like, I was like, oh man, I'm finally some new blood. Oh, I was I was running around. I was like, oh, I'm gonna miss the first half. I hope everything's gonna be okay. I get in the car. I was I was getting dinner or something. I get in the car. I'm driving. I turn it on to to 99.9 to listen to the broadcast. And they're at halftime. I'm like, yeah, TCU's gonna have to make some adjustments. I'm like, okay, cool. What's the score? And it was like 39 to three or something like that. And I was like, excuse me. They're gonna have to make some adjustments. Yeah, like getting a tank and (laughs) cheating and yes, exactly. I, I just like. It's it to me. So many times, it's just it's disappointing. The whole season, I love college football, and the whole season, the whole build up to everything is so great. But when a championship game just, womp womp, I just I can't stand it. I respect, and that's, and that's what happens way too often. I respect the take. We now have two picks in the least favorite sporting event draft that go to our producer Dennis Cox. All right, for my second round pick, number six overall. Christmas Day of the NBA. Oh. <laughs> NBA Christmas Day is so overhyped. It's overrated. It's None good. of the matchups are really that compelling. They're, it's, the basketball no games value. aren't that fun. There's no value. It's like they're bad oh, jerseys half the time. Oh yes, gosh, whoa, terrible. Whoa. Yes, I'm with Lewis on you this one. You don't like one. the Christmas Day jerseys? Some of, they're either hit or miss. Some of them are great, and some of them are just like. Awful. Oh, and there's there's nothing at stake with these games. No, there there are They're no like, Oh, it's game twelve of the regular season. Cool. Okay. That's all you are. Okay. That's <laughs> it. That's a that's a strong pick. Cox. I am not gonna lie to you. That's a, that's a strong pick. All right, let's your your final pick in this three yes. round least favorite sporting event or day on the sports calendar is. Yankees Red Sox. Oh, an entire Yankees rivalry. Red Sox. Wow. You know why? They play 19 times a season. <laughs> you don't need to blow it up like it's oh, it's Yankees Red Sox. Got to pay attention. It's game number 36, 37 and 38 of 162. Real cool. Can't wait for this to be five hours. <laughs> hey, they're shorter now. They're we'll, shorter we'll, now. That's the we'll real see. test. That we'll see. No, Yankees, Red test. Sox, get out of here. Playing the role of Joe Ovius today in needling Joe Giulio is Dennis Cox. <laughs> wow. The Yankees, Red Sox, really? Wow. Yeah, they play 19 times a season. They it's do. not that special. It's too many. It's not that special anymore. All right, Lewis, make um, your final pick of the uh, least favorite sporting event or right. day on the sports calendar I, draft. First off, I thought you were going to say Christmas Day, and that was just going to be that was going to be <laughs> a bridge too far. I hate Christmas. Um, I will say I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick with the winter theme. And I'm going to say the Winter Olympics. Okay. Let's get the second Whoa. half of that out of there. All right. No, 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 okay. Because, like, there, no, there are some fun things, right? Curling, the hockey, when you get to, like, the, you know, the metal yeah, ma- rounds and stuff like yeah. that. That's great. Um, I, I love, uh, what is it? The, um, uh, what's the, the Disney Channel bobsled movie? <laughs> bobsled? Cool Runnings. No, Cool, cool Runnings, runnings yeah. <laughs> love Cool Runnings. Like, all of that kind of stuff. But, however, um, I just, <laughs> however, um, I just, like, a couple of days into it, I'm just so bored of it. Like, I don't. Okay, cool. I mean, like you know, WRL's NBC, so I feel like I might get fired. But like, <laughs> like I just can't. I just can't stand it. I was going to mention that. That's fine. So we both are getting rid of the Olympics, <laughs> and now I'm with you. I'm going to make this last pick. I'm with you, Lewis. College football's postseason is bloated. College football's postseason is uninteresting, and the biggest offender of all of this. Don't do it. It is not. The CFP championship game. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, I know where you're going. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Exactly where you're going here. (laughs) It is. And, Lewis, make sure your parents aren't listening right now because they're from there. The Rose Bowl. The granddaddy of them all. The granddaddy of them all. I don't care about the Big Ten. 
They haven't been interesting probably since the Rose Bowl started. I really don't care about the Pac-12 now that USC and UCLA are leaving. And I really, you know what I really don't care about? What? The sunsets in Pasadena. <laughs> it's cotton candy, as Dan Wetzel once described it. I don't care. They need to get over themselves. I have a picture on my phone. Look right here, Lewis. This is a sunset in Garner. <laughs> oh, it looks That's great. my neighborhood. I love Garner. Okay? I don't need to go to Pasadena for an unbelievable sunset. All right? <laughs> I can do it at my house. I don't need the Big Ten. I don't need Iowa's crappy offense getting in the way. I don't need any <laughs> Pac-12 team pretending that there's some sort of national power. No. They can do all that and garner. How Piece you, of cake. How do you feel about the parade? Do you like it more or less than the actual game? I, I'm not going to hate on the parade. Okay, I mean, okay. a parade is a parade. Okay, okay. There is some tradition there. <laughs> but the, especially the way that they kowtow to the Rose Bowl. Like, oh, we can't play any other game. And we, we can't we can't move the date because no get over yourselves and your cotton bowl. candy sunsets get all the way out. Are you just mad because Russ went there with Wisconsin? Potentially, potentially. <laughs> <laughs> your heart, it's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice: expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. I just posted the results on my Twitter account. I think you will enjoy some of those picks, uh, Lewis, would you would you like to make a confession right now? If if about, I had about uh, what, what my fourth uh, round pick would have been, what your last pick would have been if I had taken both? Agents. If yeah, Olympics. okay, okay. Please, please do not come after me, okay? <laughs> please, please, no, 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 no. That's not how radio I, works, Lewis. If, no, no, no. You if, gotta come in hot. If we and had, just, just stand by. If it. we had a fourth round pick, I would have picked the Army Navy football game. I do not want to watch two football teams run the football ninety to one hundred times in a row. I just don't. I just don't. I, I'm glad. It's patriotic. It's great. I know it's a lot of fun for everyone involved, but I don't want to watch So it. what you're saying is you hate America. <laughs> oh, Got it. That's, we'll one, say, that's, one way, that's one way to come in hot on the radio. We got some hot takes on the NC rabbit hole this week with Jeremy Markovich. Jeremy put out the query for people to give them give the hot takes or unpopular takes of what they don't like or find overrated about the state of North Carolina, Jeremy. Yeah, so these these are unpopular opinions. Okay, um, and, and this is like a confessional for people. So, so okay. what what the idea it was? A safe was space. <laughs> it's a safe space for people, even though we're putting okay. it on the internet for everybody to read. Right. So the idea was is that you, uh, while there was a there was a fa fairly major news event that happened earlier this week, and then everybody was sort of paying attention to it, and people tend to use those moments to dump out news that they don't really want people to read or know or whatever. Usually they do this on Friday at like five in the afternoon. It's the Friday news dump. Um, but I figured while this is happening earlier this week, what are your unpopular opinions about North Carolina that you feel like you need to get out into the public? Um, and so let's what start I've with done some of the here, hits here, Jeremy. Yeah, because what, what I've done here is I'm just going to kind of go with my favorite ones. And by the way, a lot of these are like very like like boilerplate, like sweet tea's overrated. And you're like, right. yeah, 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 OK, got it. Like 15 people said that. Right. So these are ones I feel like are really, you know sort of like under the category of makes you think. So 
Uh, first one that I thought was interesting. Um, it is sports related. Uh, this one is time to dissolve the ACC and break up the big four. And then they went on Duke to the big East, UNC to the SEC, NC state to the big 12 and wake forest to a group of five conference. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's a, that's a thought. Um, you know, I mean, I, I guess not. If, if you're really into like chaos where people are really close to each other and never play, um, except for a couple of years, like I guess that's a that's an unpopular opinion to have. Uh, let me ask you this, Jeremy okay. and Jeremy Markovich, NC Rabbit Hole, joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. If you would scooch towards the other way, towards your Olympic marathon medals, we could see you. There they are. We hate the Olympics. <laughs> there, Jeremy. yeah. This is an anti-Olympics, <laughs> anti-America program so you're, you're, you're safe here these are all real comments you didn't plant any of these comments I did not plant. No. All right. because the acc take is interesting but here's one from from your takes it's too okay. hot in the summer and it always has been <laughs> that's that's more of like a that i think that falls in more of like a dad comment right okay like, <laughs> When you hit a certain age, we just lost Lewis. He didn't. He didn't see that one. I didn't see that. You didn't see that? <laughs> no, I, I missed that one. I got distracted by another one. I'll bring up in a little bit. But it's too hot. It's too hot. What do you oh, want? And it always that's, has been. That's the latitude. Always has been. That's the kicker. It always has been. That's the kicker. Yeah, um, I mean, like this is the thing where, like, like I got it. You just walk outside and you announce to anybody who's within earshot, "Boy, it's hot outside." <laughs> Like that, that it's it's in that genre of just like filling filling the the silence with with sound. All right, do we want to get to the one that's going to trigger Dennis Cox, or are we not prepared we for that? Yeah, let's do that. All right, Dennis, wasn't there one about North Carolina barbecue and South Carolina barbecue being Ooh. superior? Yeah, yeah. Someone said that South Carolina barbecue is way better than North Carolina barbecue. Whoever said that stinks because South Carolina well, barbecue stinks. It's mustard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mustard-based barbecue is gross. Get it out of here. South Carolina as a whole stinks. That's yeah. It's still, well. So so here here's another one that goes off of that though, which I had never considered, but there might be some kind of historical precedent here. Uh, somebody says uh, the two Carolinas were likely not legally separated properly, so there should probably be some kind of convention or conference to settle it, or else Charleston is still the capital. <laughs> The it's it's like the changing the geography that's Why really not Uber, getting New Bern. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like ha half the people think Charlotte's in South Carolina anyway. Like, sure. If if you if you do a Google alert for Charlotte, South Carolina, you get you get amusing hits maybe like once a month. I um Jeremy, the one that really like just really gave me a good chuckle. I think Stuart W said the state uh -huh. is oriented wrong. <laughs> it should be portrait. <laughs> Like he he wants to legit just like turn the state. That's not how things work. That's not how tectonic plates operate. No. I, <laughs> I also like the comment right after it, which just says, "Just bear in mind if you flip it to portrait, now it's like California, and you have to deal with Californians <laughs> moving here." The, the the best part, my my family's from California, so we moved here when I was seven. <laughs> Why um, do you think that is? So I know it's I get it. I get it. Naturally like, drawn in, like like a like a firefly to a light at night. Exactly. I agree that. I just I could not get enough for that one. What was yeah. what was another one of your favorites on the NC rabbit hole? These are these are unpopular opinions on the state of North Carolina. Um, 
you know, I really like the, this one comes from a friend. So this is why it has my name at the end of it. But uh, one of them is, I don't know how many more years I can do a real Christmas tree, Jeremy. <laughs> like that's, a, that, 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 that hit me in the feels. Like it really. Oh, you haven't made the switch. I haven't done this. No, okay. no, I haven't done it. And, and, and it's part of the family trip. You go to the, you go to the mountains, you sure. cut one down, you bring it back. Like mm-hmm. it's a whole thing, but um, they're getting, they get it. They're expensive. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I got a That's fake one. Yeah. That's two years ago. That's, now. I, I had to make the switch. I, I couldn't handle it anymore. because the, the price for a real one just went way too far up and you're throwing yeah. it away in two weeks. Yeah. Unless you're obvious yeah, and you get it like on Halloween and keep it for like three years. I mean, I know, I know it. Well, okay. I, so I don't want to, I don't want to be sad now. Okay. Um, so <laughs> good start. This is another one. And I think, uh, if you're a reader of the rabbit hole, you may get it. Uh, but I think somebody suggested that Gastonia should be the state's ca- the state capital. And, uh, I do think it should be the state cultural capital. Um, this is the city that gave us Fred Durst. Um, this is the city uh, in which a, a a gentleman on TikTok went online. I don't know. This is like almost a year and a half ago and posted like some gorgeous video of the Swiss Alps yeah. and then labeled it Gastonia, Gastonia, North Carolina, and got a woman to drive like two hours out of her way to see the majesty of Gastonia, North Carolina, and only then did she realize, oh no, <laughs> this is this is not what I thought. I've made a terrible mistake. I've done what have I done with my life? But um, that woman also went on the Kelly Clarkson show and got like a free trip uh, to like the Caribbean out of that. For for, for, for so everything kind of worked out well for her. Um, but yeah, I think Gastonia is already the state's cultural capital, if, if you think about it. I feel like everyone's going to get mad at me for this, but I'm going to give my own unpopular opinion of North Carolina. I actually think they get politics right in North Carolina. Because I feel like every time there's a Democratic governor, the Republicans control the state Senate and Congress and all those other, those, all those good, good things, the legislator. I feel like it's never all one party that's in charge. Like, we had Jesse Helms forever, yes, but we also had, you know, we've had other, uh, Hunt, we had Jim Hunt as the governor. So it's like we've mm-hmm. had, I feel like we've always had this little bit of political balance. Even even the, the presidential election, when Trump didn't win the state, and it was like, what? I, I don't understand. How do we elect all these different people? I, how do we do all these things? It's so weird. It, that, that this is a question that I have like posed to actual like political scientists before, and there's not like a like a, like oh yeah it's definitely because of this but it is there is like a there is a strain of that in North Carolina yeah. where like it's a true purple well, we, state you can't have you can't have a Democratic governor without having like a Republican lieutenant governor so if something happens and they're like well that this person's going to keep that person in line or something like there, there's a, there's a weird like thought process yeah. about like long-term North Carolina politics that like goes into that. But yeah, that's, that's a, that's a strange natural one that, that just kind of pops up all the time. Jeremy Markovich, NC rabbit hole. We appreciate you flexing your schedule here for us this week. This was a good topic. Appreciate you taking some time. We'll talk to you again next week, Jeremy. All right. See y'all be good.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, one of the stranger stories of the week revolved around what should have been a celebration of women's basketball. Great tournament this year, not just because we saw a different team win, not just because Iowa made a run and took out the number one team in the country in South Carolina, but because of all of those things. And if you don't pay attention to women's basketball, it is really what we used to think of the ACC on the men's side. There's continuity. There's uh, team development. We see familiar figures year in and year out. So to me, I enjoy that part of women's basketball. I am actually looking forward to next year when Paige Buchers comes back for UConn. Oh, absolutely. If Fox doesn't put UConn in Iowa on Christmas Day, they're doing something wrong. Yeah. Okay, particularly after we saw the rating success of the women's Final Four. Unfortunately, one of the, the lasting stories has been Angel Reese, LSU star. She... She taunted Caitlin Clark, Iowa's star, in the final like waning moments of the championship game. LSU wins the game 102-85. LSU's the champs. In my opinion, Lewis, when you're the champs and you win the game, you get to do you get to do the talking. You yeah. get you walk the walk. Now's your turn to talk the talk. No problem with that. So Reese Clark in the in the build up to getting to the championship game had done the John Cena, you can't see me hand motion, waving it in front of her face. So Reese kind of Reese flipped that on Clark in the championship game. She did follow her around a little bit. I didn't love that part of it. Um, there, there could have been a little bit more of just kind of a wink and a nod after you win the game, particularly the way that they won the game. The game was pretty much over Crushed by halftime. Them. Yeah, like they completely dominated them. Again, I don't have a problem with her doing. You can't see me. I don't have a problem with her doing the Joe Burrow pointing to the ring finger, pointing out the championship. Don't have a problem with that. I didn't love that she kind of like followed her around to do it. Okay. That that would be my only issue. Now, subsequently since then, there's been criticism and we talked about it on the show and I didn't realize it until Joe always had pointed out to me. The criticism on social media was coming from uh, Dave Portnoy, who's, who's in charge of Barstool Sports and, you know, it, he is what he is. El, Pres- El Presidente is what he is. And then Keith Olbermann, who forever, you know, ESPN then MSNBC was also kind of had his his uh, trunks in a twist over how Reese was reacting, you know, and I'm and now I'm thinking to myself, well, who like who is really criticizing the the celebration slash, you know, kind of clapping back at Clark? Like, who? What are we really yeah. talking about here? So Reese goes on ESPN. I believe this interview is from today on Sports Center. And I didn't love this because now we're turning Reese, who, in my opinion, 
could have done the same things just in a little bit different way. We're now trying to turn her into some sort of martyr and saying, oh, the question to her was, how are you handling this now that so many people have uh, been critical of your actions? And here's here's her response to that question. I've been dealing with this since high school, so it's honestly not new for me. Um, it's just what it is, and I accept it, and I want to take on that role of being the black woman that's going to stand up for the girls that may not have a voice. So I'm happy I can be the role model and the person everyone looks up to and even just the one that can say those things that other people may not want to say. So I'm just happy right now. Okay. Don't have any problem with her response, and I didn't mention anyone's race. Obviously, Clark is white and Reese is black, and that, that plays into the Portnoy and the Olbermann response, right? Mm-hmm. But I do think, Lewis, when I look at this, like, hold on. You're not being a role model by following her around and taunting her. That That's probably not being, in my opinion, a role model. Being uh, vociferous and, and being standing by your actions and being the champion and winning the tournament that is something to be a role model about. Even speaking your mind and saying to Caitlin Clark, "Hey, winners win, losers walk." That's fine. They're just I just don't like how this is now being turned around as 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 if she's some sort of victim just because two knuckleheads who have a big platform went on Twitter and were like, "Well, and they and they made personal disparaging remarks. Don't get me wrong about yeah. that part." But come find my timeline after a Carolina win, and you'll see people make similar remarks to me. It's kind of part of the game mm-hmm. at this point in social media. Yeah, it, social media, is you're going to have the, the worst voices on either side amplified. Sure. That's what social media is. I think when I hear when I hear Reese's uh, when I hear her comments uh, with that clip, it, I I focus more on it sounds like you know, she wants to be a role model representing like just being herself, being yeah. who she genuinely is, you know, being a, a black woman in America, uh, representing who she is and wants to be someone for people to look up to. That's that's kind of how I see all that. And I just I think it's more than anything like my first thought when all this went down. A I was like I I don't care like. Right. If you, it's basketball. There it's, is trash talk. It's, it's involved. Yes, it's part that's, of it. That's, it's sports. That's what it is. I'm sorry. Not everyone's going to be all like, oh, you know, congratulations, good game. And ultimately, both Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese, after the game, said they had no problem with it. It is what it is. It's basketball. It's the game. And, you know, that to me is when it's like, all right, case closed. I If they're not concerned about it, I'm not concerned about it anyway. So... <laughs> I guess there was also this brouhaha over Jill Biden saying that she was going to invite Caitlin Clark in Iowa to the White House in addition to LSU. I, I kind of liked Reese's response where she said, that's fine. We'll go see Michelle and Barack Obama instead. <laughs> there you go. Oof. Yeah, that's right. I mean, <laughs> that's getting good for for. That's the, for the first lady. That feels like getting caught up in the moment. Like no, second yeah, place and they've tried to, to walk that back a little bit. And even Iowa was like, no, this is not. No, <laughs> no, one, no, no one wants to go get congratulated for finishing second. Like no. unless you're getting like a silver, you know, a medal ah, in the Olympics. Getting, getting back, to we come back to the Olympics. There you go. Only in the Olympics do we celebrate the first loser. Yeah. No, I just. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I agree. I it's it's one of these things. I think. That this weekend should have been absolutely celebrated for what it was for women's basketball to to see the success that it had to, to have the eyeballs on it. I mean, what was it, like about a little less than ten million viewers? Yeah, right around there. They peaked at twelve. The average nine at nine point five. Yeah, that's I mean, a big number. It's a massive number, and that so that should be what's celebrated. So it's frustrating that you have a couple of people who um, are uh, I'll, I'll I'll watch my words carefully here, knuckleheads. Yeah. Um, 
try and control try to cherry the pick too. Yeah, exactly. So well, it's, that's what's frustrating to me. So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design Program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu.